Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play and get your podcast started today. Welcome to the Say Hey Podcast, a San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Give us a follow at Say Hey Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at Say Hey Doug. Follow Rob at Say Hey Rob on Twitter. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed and getting notified when new episodes are released. And a big shout out to our new group, Giants Chatter on Facebook. Uh, we're almost at 200 members on there, dude. Already, <laughs> it's insane. I know it's not even Valentine's Day, and I'm feeling the love already. <laughs> oh, oh god! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm uh, but it's it's crazy because like a week ago we had 85 members on there, and yeah. we're already at it. We're we're literally I'm looking at it now we're at 195. So that's just insane. So uh, I'm loving it, man. Uh, and we got people talking nonstop on there, which is exactly what we wanted. So make sure if you're not already, join Giants Chatter on Facebook, the ever-growing Facebook group. Today is February 1st, 2021. Say hey, Rob. What's going on, brother? Oh, man. We're already a month into 2021. Crazy. How about it, man? And like you were saying, people pretty pumped up about baseball, even though when we, we don't know when it's going to start yet. But, yeah, I can feel the excitement. You know, some guys are actually getting signed now, not just with the Giants, but around Major League Baseball. The hot stove's finally hot, you know. And the biggest news out there, O.J. Simpson got the COVID shot. I feel safer already. How about you? I didn't know that. That is <laughs> – did that happen today? Uh, no, it happened like two days ago. You got to go check his video on Twitter. <laughs> he gives a full summary. Oh man, I can just imagine the play-by-play. I hope, I hope he didn't administer it himself. That's all I gotta say. Oh no, no, he would never do anything like that. He's ever injected anything into anybody, especially himself. What was he on the eighth tee when this occurred? Uh, I think he was walking off the ninth. You know, <laughs> walking to the clubhouse, and you know that's what I'm talking about. He's doing one of those things. Time to go eat and get my vaccine. I'll see you on ten. <laughs> 
I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm nice. <laughs> I just want to remind everybody, the Say Hey podcast is sponsored by Manteca Bedquarters. Whether you're located in the Bay Area or the Central Valley, head out to Manteca and be- visit Manteca Bedquarters for great rates on mattresses from Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, and other top brands. Manteca Bedquarters also has bedroom furniture and bedding accessories. Located on the corner of Main and Yosemite in Manteca, visit MantecaBedquarters.com for more details. So Robbie kind of uh, already prefaced it. It's kind of been a, a busy, I would say, week, week and a half in baseball. A lot of stuff going on. Um, we have, you know, we're going to obviously talk about Tommy LaStella coming to the Giants. That's going to be our main um, bulk of the episode. But uh, a lot of stuff going on, uh, you know. Start off a little somber. We did lose the great Hank Aaron. Uh, it's been a little over a week now. So uh, one of the all-time greats, uh, one of the all-time, you know, good guys, but but also one of the great statistic leaders in many categories in um, in baseball. He's, he's you know, an all-time great. So um, we did lose the great Henry Aaron. You know, we've been losing a lot of these greats lately. And, man, Hammer and Hank, that's just right there at the top of the list. And. It's a shame that we didn't get to see him play, but man, you you hear the stories and not not just how he was on the field, but how he was off the field too, and you know, just a first class guy all the way around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and speaking of a guy that hit a lot of home runs, uh, so yeah, rest in peace to great uh, Hank Aaron. Absolutely. But um, you know, the man that passed him 14 years ago on the all time home run list, Barry Bonds, uh, along with everybody else available on the ballot, does not get in, and so. Yeah. Bonds uh, has one more year of eligibility, which you already know how uh, we feel. If, if you haven't yet, go back and listen to, I believe it was episode 10, where we make the case for Barry Bonds um, and the Hall of Fame. And it's sad that we even had to do that episode because he, he should absolutely been, he should have been in back in 2013, the first year. So Rob, not just Barry Bonds in general, or, but everybody in general who didn't make the ballot or didn't make the hall of fame on the ballot this year. I mean, like tell us about give me give me your thoughts on that. Yeah. It's just frustrating. You know, you got Roger Clemens and Kurt Schilling, guys like that, who are just the, the, the cream of the crop, you know, during every year they played, it's not like they were, they weren't the best for a little bit. No, they were the best the whole time they played until they called it quits. And I, I don't know. And just for, for nobody, not one person to get the nod. Like, forget Bonds and forget Schilling, forget Clemens. I mean, just the fact that nobody got voted in this year. I mean, what – I mean, from other big sports fans' perspectives, from football, basketball, you know, because we know them all, you know, it just makes Major League Baseball look so dumb, like, and weak. Like, your Hall of Fame process goes a year where nobody – Nobody gets voted in. I mean, that's that's just pathetic. And you know, we know eventually guys like Bonds and all, all Clemens Schilling, all these guys who are linked linked to steroids or you know who have screwed up off the field and said dumb dumb shit. You know, that old timers committee is going to put them in eventually. But what? It's not going to mean anything. You know, at, at that point, I mean, it, to me, it, I, we, we've talked about this. It doesn't mean much to me now at this point. Like, it's so, it's so far gone. 
Well, I think uh, number one, yes, the the Hall of Fame uh, system is just it's broken. There's no other way to put it. the The MLB way of of getting players in the Hall of Fame is just broken. And I am I have been for years very uh, much against writers having holding all the power of deciding who gets in and whatnot. And um, it's it, it is it's just frustrating. And and, and throughout this whole process. Um, especially the last realistically, yeah, 10 years or so, uh, the credibility of the hall of fame has just gone right out the window. And, and, you know, if, if it comes in, and again, we've had a whole episode on this, but it, it are, if we're voting on, are we voting on, you know, guys getting in based off their character or based off their baseball? And so, uh, I think, and I was listening to uh, Rizzo cast, which uh, shout out Steven Rizzo, who's on, um, he's Stevie. also on, he's on a Giants Chatter, uh, has his own podcast, go give that a listen. I listened to his latest podcast, it was really good, and they were ass. talking about, they were talking about how, um, like even, I, I'm not a huge Ray Ratto fan, but Ray Ratto said that, uh, you know, it's not the Hall of hall of church like it's you know <laughs> it's it, it's it's not though these guys are these are baseball players that did you know crazy great things for the game of baseball and 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 also said on on the podcast for rizzo cast was you know they have a hall of fame for for the 70s 80s 90s and then it skips right to the 2010s and it's like they just completely forget about a whole decade of baseball feels like and it's just it's awful so yeah, i mean it, we can go on and on for that but it's just it's frustrating trying to justify justify it to other fans of you know sports you know of other sports and here we are diehard baseball fans and we're like yeah our shit stinks like it's pathetic and there's just a broken system we can really say about it and i i don't know it's just sad so uh we're trying to get this season going getting rules going getting a schedule going getting a start date going and the players association and major league baseball are at it again. I mean, it's, I feel like they just can't get on the same page. Uh, and it, I feel ultimately to me, I feel like the players just want to play um, and they want to play as normal of a season as possible. Right. And um, MLB is fighting back against that. And I saw, I posted something on giants chatter today on Facebook uh and I forgot, I forgot who said it, dang it. But it was a, uh, it was a writer or whatever. Now I'm going to talk good about him. <laughs> but basically saying that players are saying that Manfred just holds too much power. And, uh, you know, and, and it's just frustrating because we saw yesterday they're talking, the, the players union offered or Major League Baseball offered a 154-game season. Um, which included expanded playoffs again and the universal DH and basically the players association said, you know, go eat a, you know, piece of shit. I don't know. I was trying to stay PC there, but, but yeah, you know, go after mm-hmm. yourself. Like, so it, and it sounds like the, the next couple of weeks is just, there's not going to be any resolve. So it's frustrating again, as a baseball fan, you thought that they would have figured it out. Like the NBA figured it out football was able to get to a whole season and now we're, you know, six days away from the Super Bowl. Um, baseball had a really shortened kind of weak season this last year. And here we are again, you know, we're, we're more knowledgeable about this virus, um, you know, how we can work around it and baseball still can't get together. Yeah. It's unfortunate. And 
like you were saying, it, the players seem to think that Manfred holds all the all the cards. You, you know, if they if they give in, and I really don't. I'm not for them pushing back the season at this point because the the players have have said you know it, it's almost at this point it it's an injury risk to a lot of them who are already kind of amped up and ready to go and are in their routine especially the pitchers especially the you know, you know the older pitchers who are already kind of set in their ways and you know you don't want to push them back and make them do do all, all this again you know you know to, to prepare so yeah it, 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 it just sucks and I, I get what they want to do. They they want to they want to make the make the playoffs bigger. Like they want that they they're still pushing for that universal DH and they're trying to make it more, you know, friendly to the to the common eye to the a- amateur eye. I guess you could say. But you know, like at at, the, at this point, you really need your product on, on the field to to be happy and come through for you because you know last year they didn't really get much much time to shine and that's why i i think that's why free agency has taken so so long this year you know for for these gms who had such a small sample size to look to look at last year you know it's hard to tell where, where all these players are at i mean for people like you and me too who try to break down rosters and you know we don't think Brandon Belt's going to be an all-star this year just because he kicked ass for 60 games last year. So, I, you know, it, it's, it's stuff like that. So I, I think they just want to get things back to normal, the players do, and I can't really blame them. Yep, this is super frustrating. Um, and I'm, we, can, we can wrap that up on that. But, uh, you know, I, I want to I get into the bulk of our episode, which is the Giants brought in Tommy LaStella, um, who spent last year with the Angels and then got moved to the A's. Uh, 32 years old as of yesterday, actually. Happy um, birthday. Happy birthday, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> 32 years old as of yesterday. He is primarily a second baseman, but can play third, and um, he's played some first as well, So, which is good. It gives you some options on the infield. He's a left-handed bat coming off another solid year. Um you know, hit a 281 on base percentage of 370. Um, you know, not going to blow you away with power, but he can hit for some power. Uh, so, yeah, no kidding. Nobody will ever forget that <laughs> the walk off he hit against the Giants last year, but fourth night in a uh, row, whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. So, La Stella is, it, it, he's just, he's one, it's a, it's a, fault lazy fallback turn but he's just one of those pure hitters that uh is gonna hit for average um his strikeout rate is like five percent so he's always battling at the plate working counts i mean rob give us your thoughts on tommy listella yeah it was a very uh farhan signing uh, we talked about a, about a month ago wasn't a guy i was totally like yeah we well, let's go get him you know, he's a, he's going to be a huge contributor. No, but it was a guy I had a very strong feeling that Farhan would want to, would want to go after. I mean, he checks all, all the boxes. Like you said, 370 on base percentage last year, 371 career on base percentage. So there you go. Yeah. And yeah, 274 career hitter. So you basically, you know what you're going to get with him. 
And, and yeah, we don't know really where, where he's going to gonna play yet, but I can pretty much guarantee you he's going to be in the lineup at some point or at somewhere every day. And when you got guys like Alex Dickerson and Austin Slater and guys with all, all this injury history, you know, you're, you're going to need a guy like Listella in the lineup who's, who's been pretty reliable over, over the years you know, in terms of staying on the field. So I, I like the signing, you know, I think they got more work to do, but you know, we'll get to that, but yeah. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Um, he, he's got pretty good splits against lefties and righties, but he is, he's very consistent against righties. I mean, his, his, in the last, what, five years I'm looking at on fan graphs here, his average against righties is 264. That was like his worst 277, 285, 306, 303, the last four years so he will hit right-handed pitching well um we haven't like it hasn't come out like as official regarding the contract numbers but from what i see it's it's ranging around three three years is for certain but it's gonna be about 19 and a half million dollars so you're getting him for just under seven year which is you know for a guy that's gonna play probably every day and is in his prime right now it's a good deal so yeah um i'm excited uh i i don't know necessarily and you know, when we get to our season preview, whenever that happens, because who knows when baseball is going to be played, um, you know, we'll, we'll do our lineup projections and predictions and all that stuff of where we think he should be. But um, I, I expect Tommy LaStella to be a huge part of the Giants, yeah, for these next three years. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, he'll be hitting anywhere between uh, one through seven every day. I can almost guarantee you. I hope he hits eighth on opening day now. Just so I can. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Probably, I'm yeah. kidding. No, you probably will. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah just, but, just despite me. But obviously, there's going to be um, some, I want to say domino effects per se, but there's going to be some effect to this because they do need to, I, and I don't think they have yet because they're either looking possibly to make a trade or something and or um, release someone because not everybody has options. Mm-hmm. Um because they're 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 pretty much full on that forty man roster, and yep. so it's going to be interesting to see what Farhan and uh, Scott Harris do because they need to make room for Listella. And I'm really the the first guy that comes to mind. I'm really curious um, what's going to happen to Jason Bossler because I know we've heard a lot of good things about this guy. They're very high on him. Um, came in, he's primarily a third baseman, but he's a left handed hitting infielder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder, you know, if if there was only one year left on Evan Longoria's deal, I would feel more confident in, hey, they're they're really going to try and get Longoria out of here and maybe give him a year to a contender and he can go get hot and ride off into the sunset. But he's got two years left. So I don't think anybody's going to want to take a flyer on Evan Longoria this season. Um, no, I don't think so either. So I'm really curious what they're going to do with Jason Vossler. Um uh, do, do you have any thoughts on that? You know, it, it, it's hard to say because I think when they got him, it was one of those one of those things where you know he he was there and and they didn't want to let him let him get away, you know, because they signed him what like that was early December, like that was like a yeah that was that was like the very first signing that that they did and, and I'll I'll admit it I was like who who the hell is this, and then you kind of look up on him you're like okay he seems like a like a far on guy you know, he's got power you know he's you know, a fielder who can play multiple positions. Now, the thing is, I don't know if 
they thought at the time that they were going to be in play for Tommy LaStella. You know, th- things change. Maybe not. So, so I don't – I really don't, don't know if, if, if LaStella being on the team now changes their plans for, for Vossler but, or for any, anybody else for, for that matter. So, well, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Well, you got to think too. I I think we could both agree. Lestella was one of those guys that um, we were like, yeah, if the Giants can go get him, absolutely. But we yeah. hardly even talked about him because I don't think either of us thought he was a possibility. Now, a fit makes sense, yes, but like, I didn't think I thought he was kind of an outside guy looking in to to actually get, you know, signed by the Giants and come on in. So we're I, at least me. I was kind of like, oh shit, like Tommy Lestella, I'm down with that. Um, well, he, but I was not expecting it. Yeah, well, he's he's such he's 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 the new like like modern day type player, you know. I would say the the, the first one of his kind were, was a guy like like Ben Zobrist, you know, who just plays who who just played everywhere, and he was he was one of the first guys who who really did who really did that back for Tampa Bay, and so yeah, I I, I saw I saw Lastella being a a real key asset for a really good team. You know, because I mean, he's he's a definition of solid. You you know what you're you're gonna get with him for for the most part. And yeah, I I really didn't think he was gonna sign with the Giants. You know, I I knew they would target him hard, like I said. But the fact that he actually signed, you know, that was that was surprising. True. Um. So yeah, and it's really interesting just to sum up too on Bosser because dude's never had a major league at bat. Right. Um. So I am really curious what they're going to do. His last couple of years though in the minors, he's put up some really, really respectable numbers. So I want to see him get a shot. You know, if that means eating up, whoever's playing better at the time should get some play. But if he's, uh, you know, if, if he's playing better than Longoria and Longoria is making 19 and a half million sitting on the bench, whatever, I don't care. Play the better guy. Um, so we'll see the domino effect of that. And then obviously – uh, at second base, you got like, what are they going to do with Solano? What are they going to do with Flores? I really think I I can see, I could see Flores maybe hitting against lefty. And this is this is assuming that there's no designated hitter. Um, I can right. see Flores starting maybe at first when lefties are uh, throwing, so Brandon Belt doesn't have to hit face lefties. I don't know. So. There's just a lot to be determined, um, which is good. I think I, I think for the first time in in quite a few years, the Giants have a good problem, and that's they have some depth. Yeah. So it's it's not like they're scratching and clawing to find guys just to put in the lineup because they have to. Um, it's because you know guys are going to have to battle it out, and it's as high school as that sounds, you know. But uh, I want to see the best guys play. So. Um, I wanted to kind of wrap up uh, after talking with Stella, what that leaves with the Giants, because obviously they brought in Matt Whistler, John Brebia, Vossler, LaStella. Um, they brought back Chadwick Trump. They got um, Casali, the catcher from the Reds. Mm-hmm. So, you know, choir, uh, you know, what's, what's the saying? I can't think of it right now. Like con- contrary to popular belief, because uh, if you just go based off of Giants Twitter, a lot of people think Farhan Zaidi's done nothing this offseason, which is mm-hmm. a bunch of bullshit. Uh, he's been one of the more aggressive guys, even though maybe not like spending a ton of money. I'm still hoping and praying that's next offseason. <laughs> but Will I be. think he's had a great offseason. Um, I'll let you take this from the start. Like, is he done or do you think the Giants go out and, and get one or two more dudes? 
No, I, I don't think he's done. I think uh, I think in some some form another outfielder is going to be in play. Uh, we were talking talking before we came on. You know, I was really on the Jock Peterson wagon. Didn't happen, and I I really do believe there's a severe drop off after him in the outfield department. But a guy like Nick Markagas, Jackie Bradley Jr., a, a guy is even a guy like like Sinsu Choo Choo, like just, oh. yeah, I know. Uh, it's a, a veteran like that who can who could possibly fill in that fill in, in that that leadoff spot on some days. Because remember, you know, I don't think you or me believe Stramsky is going to going to be hitting leadoff for much longer. So no. I, I I really believe that's a that that, that that's a somewhat of a need, and I think I think any of those guys could 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 fill, could fill that void, you know, at, at least in a, in a platoon type role. But no, you you're gonna see another outfielder. I don't know who, but and I I'm holding out hope that your boy James Paxton Paxton is still on the board. Uh, Dude, I, tell me about it. Uh, I mean, he's still there. I keep hearing, you know, he's he's from Minnesota, so he might take a l- little friendly deal with, with the Twins. And I say the hell with that. You know, come sign with the Giants for one year, eleven million bucks, and let's go. Something. You know, I'm I'm looking over um, available free agents, and you brought up Nick Markakis, and I I put on Twitter and Giants Chatter last week that I I've always been a Markakis fan. The dude. Um, he just hits and I know he's 37 years old, but if he's interested in coming in and being, you know, the fourth outfielder and, you know, plays two games a week, maybe three and can fill in when, when guys are injured or need a day off. Why not? uh, Why not? I mean, guys, guys going to go down as, as just a great hitter, not obviously not like a hall of fame level or anything, but you know, he's just a great hitter. Always hits for average. Um, you know, I'm looking at the list too here. And here's a guy, and now here's a guy <laughs> who, who, who never gets talked about this offseason and actually has already been on the Giants and um, was a decent Giants and a fan favorite, and that's Kevin Pillar. Did you know he's a free agent? I did. I, I can't believe that. It, nobody's talked about it. I didn't know that. And he's actually coming off a pretty good 2020 um, where he hit over uh, – he hit over 300 combined with uh, – or right about 300 with, with Boston mm-hmm. and Colorado. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I can't believe anything. You know, why not go give Kevin Pillar a flyer on a one-year deal, bring him back? I I mean, he's, I a would, Cal- he's a California guy anyways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be totally against it. Uh, I think there's – I think there's probably a reason that Baron didn't bring him back. Maybe, you know, cause I thought I was one of those guys where I'm like, okay, well, they're, they're going to bring him back. I mean, he was the only guy who literally like the only guy who produced in 2019, 21 bombs, 87. Yeah. Minutes. He, yeah he was like the only reason you were, you, you watched the giants hit and then they pretty much let him go for nothing. And then kind of the same thing, you know, he, he didn't sign right away. He kind of lingered and finally got, got picked up, but he could be one of those guys where he, you know, he's kind of on that tail end. So he really might be waiting for a, a, a team to be, to get desperate and a guy goes down in spring training and, Oh, okay. Here's, 
here's $20 million, you know, for two years. And it seems like he might be trying to play that game because there's really no reason for him to, to be hanging out out there. But I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like if they could swing that deal, but you, you, you know, you know that, you know, Farhan doesn't do do the bending. You know, he makes the players do do do, do the bending when it comes to like these contracts. So, well, he's you know he's thirty two years old, so he's not like hell old. No. And no. he played in fifty four of sixty games last year, so he was relatively healthy. Um, he stays out there. Yeah, and you know, I he's never won a Gold Glove or anything, but man, he made he made a hell of a lot of great plays out in the outfield at Oracle Park uh, two years ago, and. So there's got to be something up there, right? I mean, why is Kevin Pillar not on a team yet? And it's February 1st. That's, that's intriguing to me. If there's nothing wrong with him, actually, I would, I would bump him up on my list ahead of Mark Akis. I mean, if you, could, if you can bring in a, a healthy Kevin Pillar to, to be the third, fourth outfield guy and um, play him in, in left field, or I know he's primarily a center fielder, but yeah. um, which, which – is is not solidified because even though I I think we both want Dubon out there every day, um, right. you know Dubon's got you know a two dozen games under his belt playing center field. So mm-hmm. um, I, I you know I'll I'll end my outfield list right there. I I, I don't I don't see I, I'm not a huge Rosario signed with the Indians, um, you know last week right after Jock signed with the Cubs and then yeah, Jackie. Jackie Bradley Jr. has been getting a lot of uh, uh, tread maybe coming to San Francisco. I'm not a huge Bradley Jr. fan, so I'll keep my list short. I'm going to say in this order, Pilar and Marquecas. I can't believe that nobody's even freaking talked about Kevin Pilar. That nah. still astonishes me. And that's, like I said, all, all I can only think of is that he, he's, he's probably holding out. Maybe. Because yeah, he, he did the same thing last year. He, he, he waited a long time to sign. And – Maybe know. maybe he's trying to get a two year deal somewhere because I could mean he's be. still young enough he could get a multi year deal or maybe a two with a the club option for a third or something because again he's only thirty two so that's interesting to me um, yeah. and then you kind of brought it up uh, I've been all in on bringing in James Paxton if 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 the Giants could I'll tell you what if the Giants got Paxton <laughs> and Kevin Pilar dude they they're like top three off season team in my opinion, but yeah, I, I, I still want, um, I still want James Paxton bad as long as he's healthy. I hope he's healthy. Um, I mean, any other lefties out there? I, we brought up Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels has been on my want list as well. If, if Paxton's not available. Um, other than that, there's no really, I'm, I'm actively looking at the list here. There's nobody really out there. And somebody made a good point to me on giants chatter the other day is that, you know, they, they may not be willing to pay James Paxton. Um, and I think he would get somewhere in maybe the 10 to 12 range for a one-year deal. But if Drew Smiley goes to, you know, the Braves for, what was it, one-year 11 mil? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they weren't going to bring back Smiley on that, why would they bring in uh, an injured Paxton? And that's a great point. That's a great point. It's a great point. So, I don't and- know. I mean, is it? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Paxton could be holding out too. It's you know that, that pitchers pitchers do, do do that more than outfielders. Like I talked about with Pilar, you know that's that that's me just throwing shit up against the wall because I really don't know. But pitchers 
yeah, pitchers do, do it all the time, especially closers. But a guy like Paxton, who's who's been injured, but he had, but yeah, he has a strong pedigree. You know, I could see him holding out and kind of letting everything else play out for himself. And he won't sign until Bauer signs. Let's put it put it that way. And I know I'm I'm against bringing in Trevor Bauer. I, I believe you were too, because I think he's not worth the the money he's going to get paid. But and, and you know, <laughs> Twitter's been hot this week especially with who I follow and the, the Niners are linked to every quarterback in the universe, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I guess his agents in San Francisco and Bauer is in Northern California. That's according to Twitter. I don't know if that's official. Don't take my word for it, but apparently he's in the area. And so I don't know, maybe he's going to be an Oakland A. <laughs> I highly doubt that. Um, for him. Yeah. Right. Um, for all those years. But that is interesting if he is here. I, I mean, if I don't know, I, I, I think the Giants need to go get a lefty and then really focus on next offseason to bring in some big names. So, um, any other names out there that you can think of, like a lefty starter or whatever? No, I mean, I, th- I think we covered most of them. The, the, the other guy I was looking at, but he's a closer, so it doesn't really mean, mean much when we don't expect the Giants to contend. But um, Alex Colomb, yeah, I think he's yeah. been. I think he's been very o- overlooked. He was very good last year with the White Sox, and but again, you know, closers there's tend to be those, you know, those those late risers, and they and they kind of like to w- watch watch the field play out and see. And once one goes, they all go. But I don't know, like if. If he's if he's you know hanging hanging around here towards the start of spring training, I think you got you got at least you know try to bring him in if if, no, if nobody else is because I think he's too good of a talent to just be you know chilling at home once spring training starts. But that's just me. What about 32, you? 32 years old, uh, twelve saves last year in a shortened season, twenty one games, a point eight one ERA. He's had a great career. Uh, he's had a really solid career um, as a closer. So, uh, yeah, th- that is a bit surprising. It's a name. It, 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 it's a name, and, and kind of like you said, it's just it's been a weird offseason. You know, um, some rules aren't set yet. The, the, how many games you're going to play this year is not set yet. So mm-hmm. that could also be another factor into why guys are holding out, waiting on, you know, they want to see what they're getting into. So it's just been a weird offseason. So, um We'll see. So, yeah, the Giants get uh, Tommy Lestella, three-year deal. Well, are they done? We think maybe they may bring in one or two more guys. Uh, we'll see. But make sure uh, you're subscribed to all of our uh, podcast platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Uh, and, of course, again, make sure you're joined on Giants Chatter on Facebook. Uh, the link will be in the description of the show. Go ahead, click that, and hit join, and you'll get approved pretty much immediately. Got some great admin um, on there now. Got the that's right, great Brooks and Nutson. I'm so excited to have Brooks on our uh, Brooks on our Facebook group. So, um, and Charlie and Chris have been doing a great job on yeah. there as well. So all over it. Make sure you're on Giants Chatter um, again for uh, say hey Doug and say hey Rob. Thanks for joining us.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.